0: It is a good evening to be indigenous. Welcome, everybody, to the Intertribal Talk podcast. I'm Cody, and this is... Devin! Hey! Hey. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That was beautiful. That was, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about rehearsals, and I'm like, we don't need rehearsals. We just go.
1: I feel like we would be incredibly awkward if we had to rehearse things and run (laughs) things off a script because, let's be honest, we go off script all the time.
0: (laughs) All the time. All the time. Um, I think that, I don't know if it's because of our star signs as we are both Sagittarius's. um, I fly better just going. Like not... Mm -hmm. Like, having an idea in my head of what I want to say, but not writing it down or scripting it.
1: Yes, yes. Things are more exciting when they're less planned. I find, like, when you plan everything so strategically to, like, like, exact minutes and whatnot in the day, like, I always leave a little bit of wiggle room in my schedule even because, like, I used to be somebody who was a serious planner, had to plan out every minute of my day. And then when exciting things would like come to be that day, like a surprise, I didn't have time to do it. And it was like Uh. such a bummer and it kind of killed the vibe. And then I I was doing a lot of spiritual work where it said, if you plan so many things, you're not leaving space for the universe to send you blessings and things you're supposed to be on track doing.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's essentially saying it's while it's good to be prepared, um, Always leave yourself some room, like a margin of error, so to speak.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. I am terrible at scheduling or planning anything. Um, (laughs) I just kind of, I just wake up without a, like, a real strategy. I just kind of go. I know what I have to do, and I just kind of do it as the day goes on. But I would, I, I do respect and appreciate planning and putting things down on a, on a calendar. And I would like to get into doing that more because there's too many things going on in my life to just continue on just going. Like like
1: when you run into a friend, like at the grocery store or something, they're like, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? You're like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) I need to be in front of my schedule before we make plans. Yeah, (laughs) I get that. I'm like that too, but I always leave wiggle room in there.
0: That's smart. I I don't I don't even do that much. I would, you know, if I ran into a friend at the supermarket, hey, what are you doing on Friday? Man, man, I got no plans. All right, let's do something. Okay, sweet. And then I'd get home and Sarah would be like, hey, remember, we got this thing on Friday. And I'd be like, ah, <laughs> oh, crap. Okay. You double
1: book yourself.
0: All the time. Oh, My whole gosh. life. <laughs> terrible, terrible.
1: I did that a lot when I was um, a lash tech. When I was a lash tech, I would have people run into me in places like oh can I come in on blah 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 day and I'm like yeah sure just message me and then I would go home totally forget about that whole conversation and then they would message me like that day when I had already had people booked for that day and then be like hey what what time can I come today and it's like uh yeah uh you can't I'm sorry I yeah sorry you can't you can't make plans with me when I'm not in front of my planner I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) it never works out it never works out but yeah, lots of moments like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I, I don't like I, I like being free. I don't like being tied down to a schedule. That that really I like the freedom. But I like but it's too much. Like yeah. there needs to be some sort of structure. Yeah, which, I hear that. You know, like when um when COVID was going uh f- you know full on and we were all kind of at home and school was online and I you know there was it was it just threw everything out of whack for me cuz yeah. I, I enjoy getting up going to school you know that's that's the, the social dynamic of school mm-hmm. your friends are there you get to socialize and and hang out and just enjoy being on campus yeah. but when you're having online classes you're stuck at home you you know some mornings i didn't even make it out of bed i'd log into my class and just
1: chill in bed just chill
0: in bed i mean that's
1: not a terrible life (laughs) (laughs) it's not so terrible
0: no no it's not but i
1: as a social person i can see that anxiety that it would cause in you though
0: oh yeah yeah i zoom talking on computers no thanks like if if that's all you have then that's all you have yeah um but there's a certainly a big disconnect when you are talking on the computer versus like in person yeah. You know, I, I not a fan.
1: No, it's the energy. The energy changes 100%. Um, like the work that I do, cause like I am like a psychic medium. Um, I do have clients that I do well because of COVID and whatnot, like I do virtual readings, which work, they're just as accurate, but I have a whole other level of experience when I get to be face to face with a client mm. and it's like mediumship just completely takes over um if i'm in somebody's space like remember when we were doing the markets the night yeah. markets i yeah. had to stop doing the night markets like i just i just stopped showing up right because things were getting so intense i was just trying to be there doing like fun card readings and somebody's like dead grandmother or something would be standing behind <laughs> them and i'm i i would literally get a headache just trying to like not bring it up and stuff because I'm like, I'm not trying to do this here. Like I'm not doing a five dollar card pull for a full blown medium reading right now. (laughs) And, (laughs) And so it just like things just got so uncomfortable and I had to stop that. So like energy in physical presence of another person is such a legit and real thing and People sometimes forget that, right? Like mm-hmm. how much connection there can be when you are like face-to-face with somebody, like when we were doing our lives. Yeah. That was different it too. Was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think, um, okay, if you had the choice between Zoom or, you know, um, FaceTime or just simply talking on the phone, what would you, what would you choose and and why would you choose that method? If you had to pick one or the other to communicate with somebody.
1: See that's hard because sometimes I really like to like video chat people and like this was pre-COVID though to be honest like and I I used to video chat all my girlfriends all the time and then yeah phone calls became a big thing as well but I don't know what it is like I video chat people and that's how I do my readings and stuff too I, I it's nice to like be able to see people's faces and like with my kids like I'll call my parents and Merritt, and it's nice for them because then they'll get to see the kids. Cause we don't, you know, I'm a homebody. I don't yeah. leave my property very often, but, um, yeah, like, I don't know. I think I like video chat and like on the phone, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I can't focus when I'm on the phone. I got, <laughs> mad, at, I got mad at Ryan today. We were He was yeah. on the phone and, and in his logging truck, it's just so loud and he gets all fuzzy and stuff sometimes. And when I'm busy running around the house, like cooking and cleaning, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be on the phone right now. <laughs> like, if, if we're not going to have a real conversation, then can we have this conversation when you're going to get home? I know that sounds really mean and harsh, but
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. There's uh, yeah. Like sometimes there's a conversation you like when your partner calls you and you know uh, sometimes you're like, could this have waited, you know, like another yeah. 15 20 until like, <laughs> we're both home and yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, I think um, I when I was younger, talking on the phone was all we had. Yeah. Right? There was there was no FaceTime or or anything and it, like, you know, we We barely had dial-up internet. Yeah, Uh, you know. (laughs) Thank, thank you to AOL (laughs) for the the good old
1: days,
0: sending us the free, uh, free internet uh, CDs. Right? You'd have like dial-up internet for free for a month or something like that. Remember that
1: horrible noise? Oh yeah! Kids don't know these days.
0: No. Yeah, (laughs) play that sound for the youth of today and ask them what that means. They'd have no idea. But then you'd only have, but if someone was on the internet, uh, if someone wanted to use the phone, you couldn't. You, you, you'd You get, you'd cut off the person on the internet and yeah. man, you know, my mom, when, when we were kids and we got our first computer and there was always a fight over like the phone and, and the internet and it's like, holy moly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Things we don't have to miss now.
0: No. <laughs> No. But I, I could I, I could spend hours talking on the phone with somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: Hours. When when I was, you know, a teenager, even when I moved to China, yeah. I, I, I saw still Skype was relatively helpful, but more often than not you had to use the phone and I could yeah, just talk for hours on the phone. It was it was I don't know. When I hear of the youth of today, I say the youth like I'm old. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, we are youthful.
1: What do you mean? We are youthful.
0: Uh, but, like, have you heard of, like, people saying how they have anxiety to talk on the phone?
1: The, me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know what you mean. Yes. So,
0: like, okay. So, what? like, what is, like, what is the anxiousness of talking on the phone then? I think I'm like in you. In your because, opinion.
1: Well, I think I'm like you because I like to be face-to-face with people when I have these conversations. When I'm on the phone with people... I, again, Sagittarius, I get distracted. I It's the same thing. It's like I'll try to sit down and watch a movie, and then all of a sudden I'm up, I'm folding laundry, I'm washing my floors, I'm doing the dishes, and then I miss everything in the movie. Then I have to rewatch it 10 hundred times because I do it repetitively all mm. the time. I can't sit down and focus. <laughs> so,
0: Do you think, oh, I'm glad you said that because I've been thinking a lot about um, multitasking. Yeah. And do you think that it's like a society thing where we are just, we have so much, we're so busy Mm -hmm. constantly on the go, you know, and I I don't even have kids. You have two daughters and that's, uh, you know, more than a full-time job in itself, let alone taking care of laundry and cooking and cleaning and, and doing errands and going to town and whatever you have to do. So do you think that because we are, we have been so conditioned to, that we're always so busy that we don't even know how to just kind of relax anymore.
1: Uh yeah, totally. The only way I can relax is if I have like a couple bars, not just one, but a couple bars of Reese's peanut butter cups in front of me because then I will actually sit my butt down and <laughs> watch a movie and snack out. But I do, I find that it it is, it's, it's, we're in this culture right now where busy means you're being productive, where half the time, most of us that are busy are only half-assing things. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That's all we have time for. Yes.
1: (laughs) Quick job, get it done. On to the next thing.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know that, um, my sister, uh, she lives down in, uh, down in Washington. Yeah. Um, and we talked on the phone a couple of weeks ago, and we, you know we talked for about an hour and a half. It was like probably one of the longest conversations we've had in in recent memory uh, on the phone. It was really just nice to catch up with her, and but uh, you know she had told me something that really kind of stuck with me. And she said, you know, I was talking to I was talking to Dad, and he said, you know, it would be nice to spend more time with Cody, uh, because whenever he comes around, it's usually in out you know there for a half hour then I gotta go right or I'm, yeah. I'm there to fill some orders and then I gotta run you know and it's never just like spending that like quality time yeah and you know I, I really thought about that and so now I, I'm making more of a conscious effort to not only spend quality time um, with my dad uh, but also understanding that I, I really need to learn how to say no yeah <laughs> <laughs> right (laughs) we've had
1: that conversation we've had that conversation
0: (laughs) yeah and it's it i think it's challenging for all of us um some i think more for some than others i i i really think when it comes to like family or helping someone out that i care about or or love like i don't like not being there Mm -hmm. at the same time i'm very quickly realizing that you can only do so much. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes other people are going to have to learn how to figure things out on their own or find other people to help them with whatever it is that they need. And it, it might not be big. It doesn't – no, it's not like the everything is always uh, doom and gloom, but it's just – it adds up really fast.
1: Well, and also – holding on to the fact that they're not going to be upset with me for saying no. They're not going to be disappointed in me for saying no to them. Because, like, as people who are who often, like, say yes, right? Like, sometimes we can feel like if I don't do this for them, they might feel this way about me. Or they might not ask me again for help, even though, like, right now it's just maybe not a good time. But I want them to be able to come back to me and ask for help again, right? Like... Do you ever feel like that sometimes? Like when you do have to say no, you kind of like, like tense a little bit. Like, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, but I, again, I think that comes down to us, like this can, this kind of like society conditioning Conditioning. of, you know, like we worry about things that we don't need to worry about. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, uh, You know, a good example, uh, Jay, you know, we were were talking about texting and stuff and I. Hey, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) It will never get him on camera. (laughs) (laughs) But we were talking about texting and I am notoriously terrible at replying. Um, I, hey, you too. <laughs> uh, sorry. I meant to, I meant that more be like you too.
1: <laughs>
0: I said it more like an accusation, like, Oh, you too. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Guilty.
0: <laughs> you know, so when, when it comes to that, you know, Jay said, Jay's really quick at responding, you know, but He was saying that when he doesn't respond in in a in a timely manner, people think that that he's upset with them or or that they've done something to make him angry. And that is where we're at right now with with texting and and messaging and and this like this feeling that we need to
1: constantly be in communication. Yes, all the time. I have a simple solution to that. You know what it drives me bonkers. And I am like, and I I will say this. I am an emoji abuser. (laughs) I Just to make sure people know that I'm not upset with them or that I'm not ignoring them or anything. I love the shit out of them with emojis and maybe it might, it might be too much, but I just want them to know like, Hey, still bubbly, happy me. Like,
0: yeah. don't worry about it
1: guys. Heart, 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 kiss, kiss, kissy face. And like <laughs> all those things. <laughs> so I am, I'm an emoji user <sighs> and I've had friends call me out on it before. Like, you know, you can respond to me just like this. And I'm like, no, I can't. I just can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Mm -hmm. I don't. And like, if it's a one word answer for me, then I'm pissed. Mm. If I'm not using an an emoji in there, then it's just like, what is wrong with Dev? What's going on? Mm. Noted. (laughs) Noted. Noted. Take notes. One word (laughs) answer. Look out.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think. um, And that is, you know what you're talking about, about the, uh, y- using emojis, uh, just to sh- get the point across that, Hey, like everything's cool, you know? And when it comes to those tones in texting, that is why I don't text. That is why I hate texting. I yes. send voice messages. Voice
1: messages. <laughs> yes. For the wind <laughs> voice messages
0: over everything. I have China really, you know, when I, when I was living there, that's what really started, they have this app uh, called WeChat. Oh, and so and it's it's. Listen, it, when it first came out, it was just a simple like kind of a their own version of Facebook, I guess, in a way. Not yeah. that you could um, post stories. It was more uh, like a messenger. Messenger, and you could just put pictures up, and people could see it and like it and comment on it.
1: Oh, okay,
0: but um, you know, it was it was a really cool app that, you know, it had this little, you know, those little sound waves, uh, you know, like the sound, uh, icon, you know, and it's like, Oh, what's that? And I pushed it and it started recording my voice. I'm like, Hey, this is cool. So then I just started like sending voice recordings through this app to all my friends in China and it just felt so much better than texting Mm -hmm. because there was no room for misinterpretation. There was no oh is he upset or mad or oh, what did he mean by this and yeah it's just nope you're listening to me talk and therefore there's no room for any misunderstandings oh
1: 100 i love that about voice chats too because like you and i voice chat each other all the time <laughs> to the point where we get like oh my god we need to save this for the podcast we need to save this <laughs> like we need to put a cap on it but like no like voice chats uh, honestly have changed my world um Same thing, like, anybody I talk to, uh, my one girlfriend, she's super old school, like, we we kind of, like, call each other cavemen, because (laughs) we are, we're very, like, we're very basic, and, like, you know, I'm still (laughs) trying to figure out Instagram, I'm still trying to figure out all the new hot things, like, TikTok, and I don't even have a Twitter, like, you will not catch me on Twitter,
0: but... but (laughs) Just real quick, you are phenomenal on Instagram. Thank I just you. want to throw that out there. Thank so <laughs> like keep going. <laughs> I'm
1: trying. I'm trying. I actually just, um, so with that, that amazing news, I just kind of told you about, um, I had several of those people's people reach out to me. Okay. And they told me what I need to do to up my game. So now I'm like, holy crap. Like I got to get my poop together. Cause you know, like, there's people noticing like what we're creating, what we're doing. And, and it's sparked this whole new energy in me now. It also, why I had to go grab a chai tea because I woke up way too early. Cause I just, <laughs> I, just I haven't come down from this high yet. This like amazing energy high. But, um, yeah, I definitely needed a T though to keep going. But yeah, like they told me that I need to focus more on reels versus my IG lives because the IG lives don't have the same impact as the reels do right now. So if you're looking to get your stuff noticed mm-hmm. and seen more, reels are where it's at right now in the IG world.
0: I'm going to really date myself here, but um, <laughs> what what's a reel? What, I don't even no, know what that is. No, you're not
1: dating yourself because 100%, I I. I've I've I think I've made two reels and okay they're okay (laughs) so when they're like you gotta do reels I was like oh gosh why (laughs) I like doing things this way no 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 you can't that's outdated oh but I'm outdated (laughs) like I am I'm that person um but I, I was excited for them to reach out and, like, kind of offer me those tips, too, because I was just like, you know what? I definitely need this. I'm going to step up my game. I'm going to learn more about this. Thankfully, I'm the oldest of nine children, and they're all young, and they understand this stuff. So I have some people that could, like, train me mm. how to Instagram properly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I know what you mean. I. I wrestle with it. I, I want to be good at it. I want to understand it more. I I in China I was I completely missed out on Instagram. Yeah. There was no Instagram. Uh, Facebook. You were barely able to get onto. Uh, Twitter again didn't exist if you lived there unless you had a VPN. But you know it was it wasn't something that was easily accessible. Yeah. So therefore I never paid any mind to it. And then I moved home in 2015 and I don't know how to like, I I understand it. I get the basics, but like to make it look good and like make it aesthetically pleasing and all these filters and there's all these other apps you can download to use with Instagram to like edit videos or edit things and make, and I, part of me is like, I'd like to learn that because I think it'd be really good and beneficial for myself and and my company at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I understand how to do that better, I'm going to probably waste a lot more I shouldn't say waste, but I'm going to spend a lot more time using this and I don't want to use it more. Yeah. That when it comes to like the brand like our company,
1: You guys are doing great.
0: We are. Yeah. It's going good. And that's thanks to Sarah, really. I like, see
1: people everywhere rocking your merch. Really? Honestly, I go drop my kid off at school. I see people rocking merch. And I'm nice. like, hey, I almost wore that sweater today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of learning curves and ups and downs. But, uh, I mean, when it comes to, like, our social media presence, that's all Sarah. Yeah. You know, and she understands it and she does it well. And, you know. Yes, Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) So I, when it comes, you know, the way her and I tackle social media posts is she does the pictures and, you know, the layouts and everything like that. And, uh, you know, I usually get the write ups because that's my, like, that's my strong suit. So she's design. I'm. You know words, <laughs> and then we put it all together, and it turns out you know something nice. Yeah. So, you know, I've really learned that when you are doing anything with with anybody, when it when, whether it's a podcast or if you're doing pictures or or social media posts, it, it, you got to have that balance of strengths and weaknesses, and understanding what your strengths and weaknesses are.
1: One hundred percent. Right. Yeah. That's like, I feel like that's like couples, uh, even outside of business, like when you're with your business partners, who does what, and then like couples at home as well. Like there are definitely things that Ryan is way stronger at, at home that I have to wait for help with versus like the things that I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) And then end up (laughs) denting my truck. Um, (laughs) maybe that's a story for another time, but we can talk about, we can talk about, spouse bloopers we'll have that we'll have that night one night that sounds
0: great i think we could put together a pretty good pretty good highlight reel
1: we'd have to get them to like sign forms or something like please do (laughs) not hurt me if i share these stories
0: (laughs) listen honey you're gonna hear some things and i just need you to be okay with it it's Uh, all for
1: the greater good it's for the podcast yeah
0: absolutely
1: yeah so good yeah, know um, you guys are you guys are kicking butt with your merch like even like when I was at where was I I was at Superstore I think and I and I sent you guys a picture of like all the like the sticker that I saw and that wasn't the only sticker in the parking lot I saw but I stopped taking pictures because um, I did the one picture and then somebody <laughs> was like watching me like what are you doing I was, like uh that's my friend's sticker what? Like, uh, that's their logo. I mean,
0: like, <laughs> like okay, um, I'm just going to
1: go. This is weird. Yes.
0: Have a good night. <laughs> see yeah. you later. Don't mind me.
1: <laughs> I do weird stuff all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, it, it is, it has been really cool to see the, like the love and the support mm-hmm. that we've had from our friends and family. and um, You know, I really think that it, I think that when it comes to anything in life, uh, business or personal matters, like if you go into something and like, if you're a good person and you have good intentions and you know, it, it, the energy, like we've talked about that energy, when you put out that good, positive energy, people see that they, 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 they feel it, you know, and the amount of times that when we were at the markets and oh, people people would <laughs> people would just st- you know say wow like i love your energy you know or or like you're a great salesman or you know like yeah. you guys are really awesome and you know sarah tends to shy away a little bit from like she you know if if there was a choice and who's going to deal with people it'd be me more often yeah. than not but watching her kind of uh, come out of her shell a bit and, and, you know, she's done some markets on her own with like without me. Cause I've had other things I've had to do with school and, yeah. and, you know, she crushes it. Like she's good. She's really good at that stuff. So it, it's, it's all about growing and, and just, if people like you, if, if someone walks into your store and they already like what they see in terms of like your, your, your brand, yeah but then if they talk to you and they like you too, yeah. Well, now you've, you, you've probably gained someone who's going to want to buy your stuff as long as you're around.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: So I, I think that's what it all comes down to is just giving that good energy to people. And, you know, not everyone's a, an excellent customer when they come around. And there's definitely some grumpy gusses out there. Uh, or copycats. Or copycats. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> there are those two. And... Yeah. You know what I? I'll, I won't. We won't get into the copycat thing uh, too much, but I will yeah. say that, I the best piece of advice I got when people brought it to our attention that there was people trying to copy us, or you know, it looked way too similar to be like just a coincidence. It
1: was a complete ripoff. <laughs> let's just just, just speak just, honestly let's here. Just speak,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, Someone or,
1: was trying to rip you guys off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll say. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Um, yeah. Okay. So they like you know are trying to rip us off, and you know we we wanted to go and really do like the lawyer thing, and really just like put the the fear into the into this other business, and say, hey, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. But then. You know, so talking to other people who are have been in business for a long time, you know, they said. That's you can do that. That's an option. And you're very right in your feelings to want to go that route. Yeah. But they the way they kind of talked us off the off the ledge, so to speak, was that they're like, you guys have something genuine here. Mm -hmm. This isn't just a flash in the pan or something that's going to fizzle out in, in five months or half a year. Like that you guys have something really good. So keep doing your thing. And pretty soon it, you're not even going to think about this other company, you know, like there people are going to gravitate to you and they'll, they'll see it in the quality and and who you are as people. And, you know, the, the way they just kind of explained it, they're like, just keep doing you, build your brand and build it to the point where like they're not even on your radar anymore. Just keep going.
1: Yeah. And it worked.
0: And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there's there's sometimes it, you need a gentle approach. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to and, and sometimes Unleash you the fury. Unleash the fury. <laughs> so you know, there's there's definitely times for each one of those actions.
1: That's good on you guys, though, for recognizing that and then seeking out like all the advice that did help you guys to take that step, too, because I remember when you were telling me about it, I was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so upset for you guys. And I did. I wanted to go and like, you know, go uh, bringing up my old nickname, Debbie Dukes on somebody. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I did like you guys are amazing business people and and seriously, just the way that. You know, even at the markets, like seeing everyone leave your tent, everyone had a smile on their face. Everyone was so happy about what they just bought. And that speaks volumes for what you're selling. And it's not just like, and this is one of my friend's like favorite kind of uh, quotes and stuff, too. It's like your smile is your trademark.
0: Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. It is a good one. I've never heard that.
1: Oh, really? I like that. It's a. Smile
0: is your trademark.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It's a good one.
0: It is. It's
1: from an old cowboy movie. Which one? Eight seconds.
0: Ooh. Have you seen it? No. What?
1: <laughs> you came. Okay, my heart's broken right now. I'm sorry. It's like my childhood. It's still I, I, my favorite movie and I still uh, cry every time I watch it.
0: Eight seconds. Eight seconds. Who's in it? It's
1: a It's a movie about Lane Frost. He's a bull rider. Okay. Yeah. Lane Frost and Kelly Kyle. And uh, he has a tragic death. Bull um, Bull riding. But he's, it's just, like, the person that he was, like, he impacted so many people around him mm. and, like, really had a bright light in the world and in the rodeo world and uh, just was highly recognized for, like, just who he was and saying stuff like, it's my trademark and kind of stuff like that. Helping wow. out kids and being the person to, like, stop and help people out whereas other people would just walk by, right? So, like, leaving a legacy, basically.
0: Yeah, okay. Eight seconds. I. You know what? I. It, I don't know. I can't. Say, I, I don't know if I've actually seen it.
1: Cody, I'm giving you homework. Okay, go watch it.
0: Eight <laughs> seconds. And what? What? Like, how old is it?
1: Um. So Luke Perry stars in Luke, in it. Luke Perry. Nine oh two one zero. Yeah. Like you know what? In his day, he was a babe. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think like every single girl like because I grew up in Merritt, Every single girl that watched Eight Seconds, we all loved Luke Perry.
0: Okay. I'm not hating on him. I, I just, I just, I was singing like, what, what else was he in?
1: Uh, well, you know what? He was actually in Riverdale. He played Archie's dad. So if you've wa- what? You haven't seen Riverdale listen, either? Dude. listen,
0: no, hold on. Hold on. I tried. Oh. I tried. But when Jughead <laughs> came in looking all like clean cut and like good looking, I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. Jughead's supposed to be like this dopey, funny guy who's like clumsy. No. And he comes in in this like real world Archie show. And he's all like, no, whoa, what is going on? And Betty and Veronica, no, just.
1: <laughs> I hey, hey, hey. No. I implore you to <laughs> try and get through the first and second season at least. It's there's multiple so seasons? There's Yeah, there's lots. Oh, um, no. They're good though. They're good. Oh, okay. Hey, I okay. loved it. Until they started getting into the musical stuff, I was like, what is this? It, and I don't want to say garbage, but, like, it was just, like, it went from being super cool and all this mysterious stuff to, like, did they run out of things to write? Because this is not what I wanted to tune into. Go back to last season. It
0: turned <laughs> into, like, the high school musical. I love
1: the spooky one. Like, oh, my gosh. No, I think you just got to watch it. You got to get through all the, like, annoying, painful stuff and then get through it.
0: But, <laughs> like, I'm with you. And I'm not saying that it, it's, I imagine it probably is a good show. I'm just, uh, my in my mind, the comics don't, like, the, it doesn't translate it's to the real. nothing
1: re- like the comics. Exactly, it's nothing
0: <laughs> like the comics. It's just, I don't know.
1: I get what you're saying, I get
0: it. It's the same reason why I haven't watched the real Lion King movie, the same reason why, like, I don't like Disney remaking all these movies into real live ones. Yeah. You know what, the cartoons were pretty good. Let were. us, let us just have those forever.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I don't need to see, I saw Beauty and the Beast in the theater, the real live one, yeah. and I was like, okay, so I just.
1: That one is a good one.
0: It That one was one of the better ones. Yeah. I would agree. I just, I don't, like, it's just a, I don't know. Can Maybe we, it's,
1: If we're going to talk about the Disney movies, like. I agree with you. All the ones that they're remaking of, like, uh, like the Lion King and stuff like that, I wasn't super on board with. Aladdin, I sat through it. It wasn't like, oh, my God, it's amazing. It was just like, oh, cool. She's really pretty. And I like her voice. She sings nicely. Um,
0: was that the Will Smith one? Yeah. That Will Smith played the genie? Yes. Nice. Okay.
1: Yeah. But my favorite, 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 and it's not even a remake because it was like a brand new movie. It was Maleficent. I love the Maleficent movies. Maybe it's the dark, spooky queen in me, but like love her.
0: What's what's one left in movies?
1: Are you kidding me? I
0: don't I don't know. I'm Dude. so I'm so out of the oh, loop there.
1: Goodness, you know what, Uncle Cody, you need to like <laughs> step up your game. Uncle Cody needs to come over for some movie nights.
0: See, this <laughs> is this is this is where I like you know because I don't have kids, I, I miss out on. These great movies, I think
1: Yeah, it's they're so good. Like Winter, my daughter Winter is obsessed with Maleficent and like it kind of worries me because I'm like, oh, gosh, she's going to be just like me, a spooky little diva queen. (laughs) She loves (laughs) all things spooky. But honestly, Maleficent is so cool. Like I just I love I just love how they did the movie, like the story behind it, how it's mystical, but like also kind of dark and spooky. But like, I just love it. I love it. It's just like boss chick energy
0: <laughs> gotcha gotcha <laughs> yeah. i i do appreciate even though i'm like i think the i think the, one of the last disney movies i saw and please credit me if i'm wrong I'm, I'm i'm assuming it's disney yeah uh was like the moana moana yeah yeah
1: was that disney yeah i think it was disney
0: pixar right like they're together
1: so I, maybe i, I don't know. know i just wow I don't know. I don't even pay attention to that anymore. I don't don't either. Yeah.
0: But like, I guess what I'm saying is uh, it doesn't matter who's making it, but like the movies that they're making for kids nowadays are amazing. Yeah. They're really cool. Um, One of my all-time favorite movies ever uh, is WALL-E. That
1: is Ryan's favorite movie. Nice. Of course, that's your favorite. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan could rewatch. He, uh, there actually was. There was like a whole week where it was like we would sit down to watch a movie with the kids because that's like our wind down time and snuggle time. And right. he would pick Wally like every single time. And I'm like, can we pick something else? He's like, this is the only kids movie that doesn't drive me nuts at the moment. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's going to drive me nuts. But I do love it. Like he's such a little goofball that that Wally and the kids love him. And yeah, I can agree.
0: Yeah, it that movie, I, I, I liked it. Because it also, like, teaches us about things. Yeah. uh, Things that are actually, like... Informative. It's informative and kind of, like, getting a little bit scary in terms of, like, how close we are to... That. That. (laughs) Like, literally, like, hey, well, planet Earth, it's been a slice, but we're uh, we're taking off and...
1: Like, how do we know that we haven't done that to other planets and that's how we all ended up here, right? Like... If we're gonna go into that, should also be another episode. We will talk about what they talk about, like on Gaia and uh, ancient aliens Mm. and whatnot. We should definitely do an episode on that.
0: So okay, so then like okay, we can we can wait for that. Let's. You want
1: to get into it? No, 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 no. It's
0: okay. It's okay. I actually, (laughs) um, I was thinking. I wanted to get your thought on going back to Disney okay. and uh, you know, we'll, we'll touch on uh, a, it's a bit more of a sensitive subject when it comes <gasps> to Disney. I
1: feel like I'm reading your mind and I know what you're going to talk about.
0: Right? Yes. So do you think Disney will have the balls, so to speak to do a Pocahontas remake?
1: They better fucking know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if That's they not- do, they better
1: have a legit indigenous woman. An an actual because I think I believe Pocahontas was uh, Mohawk, I believe. I
0: believe so. Uh,
1: yeah, so they. Jay, better, can you
0: check that for us?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally, get to use that line. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. See, and that's where I have complicated feelings because growing up, non-Indigenous people always and still do. And, and, and this is the thing is like, I for so long never got offended by it because I didn't know and understand the true history behind it. Same canoe. (laughs) Right. Same canoe. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know, I genuinely didn't. So I never got upset about it. And then once I became more aware of the true story of Pocahontas, um, It started to like strike a nerve with me and you know and I'm somebody who firmly believes like I don't believe in being oversensitive I don't believe in in that kind of stuff because I believe like you know what like we got to give people the benefit of the doubt they didn't know any better and that kind of thing right but at the same time like with all the the information that comes out like do better yeah. Right? Yep. And And um, so, like, I could tell you so many stories about, like, the insane racial remarks that I have had regarding, like, Pocahontas or... Like, the cabana girl look. Mm. Um, lots, lots, right? Because I have, you know, like, olive-toned skin and whatnot. Long, dark hair. Well, it's not long anymore, but when it was long.
0: Oh, yeah. You got a, you, uh, got a nice little trim taken off, right? Yeah.
1: A well, couple inches. I used to have hair past my butt. And <laughs> I did. I had hair past my butt. And then I got it lopped off. And, yeah. So, I, I miss my long hair. But I don't miss the Pocahontas remarks though. Cause like I would have people say it all the time. Like, Oh, you look just like Pocahontas. And I'm like, Oh, thanks.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: even like, even in Disney, they made her not look as pretty as all the other Disney princesses. And I was like, that is rude. And like, I,
0: you know, I'm, I'm going to push back on that. I I thought I thought Pocahontas was I thought she was pretty good looking. Oh, you
1: had a crush on (laughs) Pocahontas.
0: (laughs) In comparison (laughs) to the other princesses, it would probably Pocahontas was definitely number one, and then uh,
1: Jasmine.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) you read
0: my mind. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Jake's. No, (laughs) no,
1: no? who was it? Chime in here, then Sleeping Beauty.
0: Come on.
1: You <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Um, I oh it's it's gotta be Belle.
1: Obviously, Ariel. Ariel! Oh, oh, the oh red yeah. Red. Okay. Uh, oh wow. Of course, I dropped the ball course. on that one. You know what? Everybody loves a redhead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I th- I think I really don't. In my in my mind, I don't think I think that's like an untouchable. Yeah, I really don't think Disney would get away with it. I think the blowback would be way too, regardless if you Mm -hmm. had indigenous cast and, and, and and really emphasize the indigenous thing, the fact of the matter of the story, the origin story and how they twisted it into some sort of love tale when it was the furthest thing from a love tale. Yeah. And so I just, I really hope that it's never, ever done. I I would, I would be, I would be really upset if they did it. Because I, you're just yeah. reigniting that, mm-hmm. like, uh, that stereotype, yeah. and we've come too far to take that step back.
1: I agree. I think the best thing to do would be to scrap the whole Pocahontas deal, deal mm. and do something more along, like, in between the lines of Merida slash uh Moana slash uh Mulan like combine all of that because when you think of like cool stories of like women like Pretty Nose have you read about Pretty Nose? Yeah. 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 So she she was like active in battle. Yeah. And you know, like even like took some guys out. I think she took some guys out. Did she not?
0: I believe so. Yeah.
1: So you know what? Like I need to do more reading on that because um, my friend suggested this book to me and it was all about like indigenous warrior women who were actual warriors who fought with men. And those stories like they, I need to read it again because it was a while ago when I read it, but like it was so cool to like just skim through that. And oh yeah, like I I was just at a bookstore and like I didn't have the money to buy it. So like I just stood there kind of like
0: you know yeah yeah reading <laughs> absolutely hey, nothing wrong with that
1: <laughs> and you know i loved it like for the short time that i was there like going through that and i was like i'm gonna go back for that book which i am i am gonna go back for that book but if they're gonna do a story if disney's gonna do a story or um a movie on an indigenous women it bet like bet your butt it will be supported if it is something like that yeah not the whole fluffy fluff, ooh, princess, damsel, save me, white guy. Like, no,
0: <laughs>
1: it, it, it can't go down like that.
0: No, it really can't. There needs to be, you know, I know we're heading in this direction, obviously, uh, with the show, uh, you know, Reservation Dogs. Love it. Love that show. <laughs> Absolutely love that show because... The last
1: episode made me cry. Though. Whoa,
0: whoa, no spoilers. Okay. Oh man, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm only on episode like 6 right okay, now, okay? Okay. I'll
1: shush, I'll shush. Um, <laughs> but bro, catch up.
0: <laughs> I, okay, I will. Before next before next episode of podcast, I'll I'll be caught up. Okay. Um but you know it's is really funny. I, I watched that show with um some family uh who are a mix of indigenous and non-indigenous and I've seen this show. I've watched it 3 times like Yeah. episodes I've seen I've watched them three times yeah and you know I'm still laughing as hard as I was the first time seeing it and like watching my family watch like look at me laughing and like them missing the humor
1: yeah
0: is so funny to me because like
1: they don't get it they don't get it indigenous humor (laughs) it's indigenous
0: humor and it is we have a dark humor yes our humor is dark and like i you know i love i love that and i i love that when i was watching that show and i felt like even though it was set in different it's like you know, dark
1: dry humor dark
0: dry humor yeah. and <laughs> even though it's set in you know in the states and uh and but that's still that 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 reservation kind of mentality mm-hmm. and uh feels. the feels and just kind of like what they're what they're going through and and wanting to get out and want to get off the reserve and mm-hmm. and the humor around all of that is like i felt like that was speaking to me yeah. you know and speaking to us
1: like each character reminds you of somebody you know oh yeah yeah oh yeah like who what is what is her name i can't i can't remember it but willie um real sassy one <laughs> Oh Uh, Willie What's her name
0: I really can't
1: So funny Like I hear her talk And I'm like I love you (laughs) I just I feel like I'm like that person In our friend group Like in my friend group I am the one Who swears too much I'm the one who like the inappropriate joke at the wrong time Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, or like the one who's maybe a little ballsy and I'm ready to fight somebody for my friends yeah yeah (laughs) honestly Willie Jack Willie Jack there we go thanks Jay thanks Jay (laughs) yeah Jay (laughs) Willie Jack my favorite she's my favorite of everybody
0: she's my favorite and then I think my second favorite is uh Bear
1: Bear's hilarious I
0: like I like him um, only Dallas
1: Goldtooth, gold tooth, too. He's funny,
0: yeah. Is, is that the um spirit? Yes, the spirit. So, you know, that he has his own like indigenous, like humor uh, ch- uh YouTube channel. Hey, I
1: did not know that it's
0: called um Jay. Look that up, <laughs> dude. I love this. We're we are so that is a thing now. This is um, legit, you guys. Yes, we're legit. Seriously, we've Devin and I talked a lot about having uh this. Ability to be like, Jay, can you look that up? Is really important, you know, with the with the the Joe Rogan esque, uh, the essence of Joe Rogan. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> Um,
1: Jamie, having a Jamie.
0: Yeah, you need a Jamie. Jamie. You know, we're listen when when we're talking here. This is all of our our opinions, our thoughts and feelings towards things. We are not fact checkers here. We are not gonna.
1: We want we want to ramble with you.
0: Yeah, that's that's just it. This isn't about um, you know giving the honest uh, facts here. Uh, you know, we don't want to mislead anyone at the same time, but
1: it's nice to have Jay to back us up on some facts that we're like, we definitely need a fact checker for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the small things, like what is the name of that person? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we,
1: cause you want to always like, you want to be able to shout out people properly or like whatever movie or any topic that you're specifically on. You want to be able to shout it out correctly. Yeah. But Willie Jack, love you.
0: yeah Willie Jack has that uh, and she really has um, I don't want to use the word I don't like the word accent because it's not uh, I mean it is but it isn't Uh, just her voice so genuine
1: her wrestling yes like
0: holy you can tell she really
1: is from the res there's like you know what there's some like Hollywood (laughs) actors that try to portray somebody from the res and it just doesn't sound right and you're just like that's like you know, saying stuff like Jeesh. like it's just all of our I, all of our slang, and somebody else tries to use it, and they're not like resy, and you know, and I say that it's rezzy
0: Yeah, no, that's a good way to say it. I, yeah. I we're you from know, the res. We are yeah, <laughs> a thousand percent. We, um, you know, there the the saying uh, skoden. "skoden skoden." You know that that I didn't realize that there is a new. Saying like studis, oh, "studis, studis," and I was like, "Okay, this is awesome." But when like, you
1: think about it. We've said that for so long, but not realizing it was like a slang thing.
0: Yes, yeah, that's that's you know, it's it's been. I I love that we have slang. Yeah, you know our own slang. Yeah, do you got something? Like, the fourteen ninety ones. 1490 there it is. Ones. So that is how. Um, what's his uh, name again? The spirit.
1: Uh, Dallas
0: Goldtooth. Dallas Goldtooth. That's how, that's how he got his start that's awesome. in doing films and stuff. He just did like native comedy, uh, like movie, um, not movies, but, uh, skits. Skits and
1: stuff. Yeah. Skits and reels.
0: Skits and reels. Exactly. <laughs>
1: right but I, Thanks,
0: Jake. I, I like that, um, I like that, you know, growing up, uh, I'll, I'll speak of, for, about myself here. Like growing up, you know, there was, I think a lot of society and myself included really was drawn towards like hip hop Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, that like the style, the, the music, the, the fashion, the, the slang, you know, all of that was like, it was so cool. Right. It was really like different, um, from, you know, growing up in Vernon, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like there, there was not a lot of, um, uh, I don't know, diversity here in the early days, in like the 80s and 90s.
1: You could tell who was from the res and who wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) And I really like that we, you know, like you said, we have had our own slang and our own uh, terms of things forever, but I never noticed it until I was like completely removed from Mm -hmm. this ecosystem. And when I moved to China, you know, and when I moved to China, that's when I really realized that like I had a lot of wrestling. slang, yeah. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> you, hola, hola, <laughs> hey, you know, and you, hey, just kidding, you know, like just a little elbow bump jokes. and jokes, just jokes, cause <laughs> that that was something. Uh, I think Sarah asked me. Um, I was talking to my sister on the phone uh, a while ago. She said, Do you ever call your sister by her name? Or do you just call her sister? And I'm like just sister. Sister. Like hey cousin. Hey sister. Hey yeah. bro. It's that's just our way. That's yeah. just what we, you know. Your older
1: your older auntie your your older cousins that are female are auntie. Your older cousins that are male are uncle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I just I really like seeing the direction that like as Indigenous people, we are heading into a more positive direction mm-hmm. in terms of movies and film and art and creative minds, uh, books, literature. Yeah, my uncle, my <clears throat> uncle put out a book. He published a book and he and he had a book release party a couple weeks ago.
1: I remember him. He was telling us about that, and then told us we weren't invited. Oh, <laughs> okay. <all>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, you know, he, uh, it's called all the quiet places and, you know, it's a, a, a fictional book, but, um, you know, you can really tell that there's a lot of, um, his story and his life in that book. And I, basically what I'm saying is it is a good time to be indigenous, it is. It is a good time to be Indigenous, and getting recognition for a lot of our a lot of different people every you know across the world that are doing really great things and finally getting that recognition and that spotlight and that you know that that attention that it is so
1: in a positive way. Yes. And not oh gosh sorry my
0: voice.
1: Um. <laughs> <clears throat> um. <clears throat> gonna really sound like an elder here um, <laughs> sorry. um but yeah like because you know usually when we're at the forefront and have the spotlight on us it's always so negative and this is like one of the big things that like drove you and I to do this because everywhere all the time it's always like negativity being spread about us negative posts negative this negative that and it's like People fail to get to know the true identity of indigenous people because everything that is being portrayed by the media or other outlets, it's all negative. So therefore people have a negative connotation with us. Like it's the, is that the right word connotation? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm sorry. I'm like, wait, wait. I need you to like check those things for me too. $10 word. Right? Oh gosh. But, um, but yeah, like I just it it, it gets exhausting, right? And, and and it was part of the that reason like as a kid, I grew up even feeling shameful that I was indigenous. And when people would say like oh, are you Latina? I would roll with it and be like, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> See. Um, but honestly it took it took a lot of seeing other positive things in our within our communities and going to powwow and going to ceremony and getting out on the land with my parents and other family members all of that really brought me back to my roots and stopped making me feel so embarrassed and ashamed of who I was because you know like it's hard like when you're a kid and you go to school and you have like bullies right and and they'll they'll say horrible things about indigenous kids and you know you're I mean you either go one way or another you're either that indigenous kid that shuts up and just puts your head down or you're that indigenous kid that acts out in rage Mm. and you know like it's it there it was hard to have like a happy medium with that and the safe thing was always to blend in like as you you and I have talked you mentioned camouflage
0: camouflage Mm -hmm. yeah where you yeah there is um you know me myself being uh more white passing you know i've i've never really had those experiences of like the very in your face uh like Based on my looks, Mm -hmm. people never came to me and and would make remarks or say things derogatory towards me or or indigenous people. But I would still see it and be a part of it in terms of being with my friends, my cousins, who are more visibly indigenous that would get those Mm -hmm. uh, really racist comments and and rude remarks. And it, it, it turned into fights more often than not. Yeah, You know, how do you... Especially uh, maybe not as much as, as we're adults now, but especially when you're a teenager. How, how do you sit there and just let somebody just talk to you that way and and not react yeah. in, in, in a way that like you're you know it, that's not to go too far off the off the topic, but you know that, that that is the biggest issue with every why indigenous people, why we get so upset when it comes to like Halloween. Yeah, and and festivals and, and dressing up as as an indigenous person or, or Native American or people or, going
1: blackface or like any other like yeah. culturally disrespectful costume.
0: Yes, exactly. So you know, I, I wrote an essay on this topic because it it, uh, it really struck a nerve with me when I was in my second year of university, and I, so I wrote an essay on on that topic of like Halloween costumes and cultural appropriation. And I found, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it was the, uh, uh, the brilliant idiots mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, my favorite podcast, uh, yeah. Charlemagne, the God, Andrew Schultz. Thank you for being my, uh, you know, the people who I've looked up to and really wanted this. They are big reasons why I even wanted to podcast is watching them and what they do. And I'm like, that looks like so much fun. And I've always wanted to do that. So anyway, shout out to the brilliant idiots podcast. Uh, (laughs) Maybe one day they'll hear about us. Um, But I think, I think that uh, there's a a lady on the podcast and she said, you don't get to try on my culture. You can't just try it on and and take it off. That's not how this works. I, if I don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. I don't get to just wake up and be like, hey, you know what? I don't feel like being, I'm not, I'm not going to be black today yeah. or I'm not going to be brown or I'm not going to be Asian. Mm-hmm. No, but when white people do that, they they can just take off the paint and they can take off the, the costumes and then they go back to just being them again. Mm-hmm. Whereas any minority person does not have that luxury. They don't get to just take off their identity yeah. Like that.
1: Yeah. That's one thing that like really upsets me. Um, when people are like, when it's like a non indigenous person, like a white person or something, and then they're like, Well my heart my life was hard too. Your life was not hard for you based on your skin tone though. Nobody has ever judged you for your skin tone. It, life wasn't made hard for you because of that. Unless you are a white person on the res and people <laughs> out there got a thick skin and maybe you've felt some kind of way. That I understand and I don't agree with that either. I don't I don't agree with anybody being discriminatory with anyone. But I do get annoyed when I do see white people um, pull in the, well, I grew up in poverty and la, 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 too. It's like, that's horrible. Like, your government should support you more. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's the best way that I can ever turn it around. It's just like, hey, your problems, there are problems, too. Your problems, though, weren't made because of your skin color. Our problems were. But if we all stand on a united front and say no more, and this is not supposed to happen, this should not happen anymore, we would all be doing pretty darn good right now. Like, I mean, I, I want to rage against the machine a little bit here.
0: Absolutely. And
1: say, fuck the system. Because you know what? There are many different cultures, many different backgrounds, many different people standing up for what is right right now. And it's a dangerous game to play. Yep but honestly i just like looking into the future i see it's so worth it i want a safe place for my kids to go walk around i want i want all the bad people to just disappear <laughs> or learn
0: see isn't it doesn't it frustrate you that we actually have to explain and defend why it's wrong to dress up as Pocahontas for Halloween. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. And I I don't... To me, it, it's just... It, at this point, it should be common sense.
1: Even for a photo shoot. Like, when girls, like, do stuff for photo shoots, too. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, I have certain roots. Like, I am a multicultural, very diverse woman raised in my indigenous roots, but you don't see me running around dressed as a Druid because of my Irish roots. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. Like I embrace it like in my, in my spiritual practice and whatnot. I, I embrace each and every one of my cultural backgrounds, but I don't go around saying, you know, this is who I am because of blah, 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 blah. I just, I just like, I don't know, like you and I have gotten into that conversation before too. Um, but I don't know. It, it is there's like so many fine lines to walk, but like as far as cultural appropriation like via costume, eh, it's tired you guys. Move along.
0: Stop. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah.
1: understand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I um I was a um an example of having to shut something down uh really racist um Me And uh, so I I was a peer mentor for Aboriginal programs and services. Um, So what that means is you you are a a mentor to first year indigenous students. Okay. Right. So therefore you get assigned, you know, anywhere from 10 to, you know, 25 first year students. And the idea is that you're there for them as a guide, as a mentor to help them to, um, you know, be there there as a resource or someone they could lean on or ask questions and you take them out for coffee and you know you just you, you do activities and you, you just help make their leap from uh, from high school to university just that much better right yeah. because when I was mentoring a lot of my mentees were like from really remote communities yeah like there was you know you had to like fly in on a little Cessna and fly out you know there's so there, there was a lot of, um, you know, worry and stress, and a lot of homesickness. You know, like being away from, you know, the first time ever leaving their community, and it was, you yeah. know, you know, thousand miles away from home. And so, you know, being a mentor was really, I really, really, I already did it naturally because I'm, I was already older than most most people that were at school, but I really enjoyed it because I really wanted to ensure that we could I could be a part of helping keep our um, you know indigenous students going through post-secondary yeah. and because and, and if you're going to drop out of university it's in the first year yeah uh, it's almost always the first year that if, if you're if you're going to drop out it's in that year if you can make it past your first year the chances of you graduating are exponentially higher yeah so I really wanted to make sure that I could be someone, uh, a leader, uh, a mentor for the first year students. And so anyway, we uh, arranged to go to the Rockets game, you know, so we, uh, Rockets, uh, you know, it's good hockey and, uh, you know, we uh, got a good relationship with the team, uh, the Aboriginal Program Services. So, you know, we got our, we got the the mentors and the mentees and we all went to the hockey game and it was a good game. I think, uh, I can't remember who they were playing, but anyway, um, you know, uh, Kelowna Rockets. They they scored a couple goals really quickly, and there's this dude and a couple other, a couple of his friends, and they literally stood up and they started uh, doing the oh, 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 that like <clears throat> cheering, but doing that. And yeah. I just looked at this guy, and I just kind of looked at like we made eye contact, and I kind of just looked at like the thirty Indigenous students that were all just like sitting right there, and I just looked back at them, and I'm like, really. Yeah, And he's like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Know your audience. Know where you are before you like, I'm sorry, but in what context is that appropriate?
1: No, never.
0: Never. (laughs) We don't do that. That's not, that's like, (laughs) I don't even know. Uh, I was so embarrassed. And I was really happy that the students didn't even notice. Yeah. But I noticed.
1: Yeah.
0: And to me, that was a problem. Yeah. Because that experience could have changed for the worst for those students. It could
1: have made somebody really shrink.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, you're out, you're in public, you're enjoying a hockey game, just being like everybody else.
1: And then all of a sudden, oh, my God, I'm getting mocked. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I was really glad that no one noticed it. And, like, I was, like, pretty flustered after I was like yeah. visually, like I wear my emotions on my face. I don't hide how I feel. I can't, it's impossible. Just biting
1: your lip and sitting on your hands. Just like, Hurr.
0: yeah, exactly. And what's wrong? Like, nah, nothing. It's okay. Like
1: buddy, you're lucky. My students are here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things that it's really uncomfortable to have those. Like, I do not like confrontation. Yeah. I, I, if anything, I try to diffuse a situation and, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I've been in, uh, one fight in my life. And that's a great story for another time, we but, have uh, stories. <laughs> we do, <laughs> but I, I would, I'd rather talk the situation down, yeah. but there are moments where you just need to go straight. Yeah. Like, Hey, you fucked up. Yeah. Don't do that. And it and it's usually, you know, and, and that can even go one of two ways. You never know how someone's going to react. Yeah. For every action, there's a reaction. hmm But, you know, thankfully that guy understood and just chilled out for the rest of the game. So... <laughs>
1: probably his buzz probably wore off real fast
0: (laughs) yeah yeah no doubt
1: yeah well that's good that you shot a look to him too because you know what it's even if he didn't intend on it being something harmful which a lot of people when they do stuff like that they don't intend on being harmful but they don't realize that in somebody else's eyes or triggering certain traumas it can be hurtful. Yeah. So a lot of people just like need to bring their awareness in a little bit more and like realize like, Oh my God, like is this helping or hindering?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So no, that's so true. Um, so I was, uh, I actually wanted to ask you about, um, you did, you've been pretty busy with your, with your own stuff. Just a to shift, just to shift, shift the conversation a little yes. bit. Um, so, what have you been up to these days? What can you share with our listeners right oh now? Oh my
1: goodness, up to can my can you talk about it? Laundry, just kidding. Um, <laughs> not I love- kidding, but also, honestly, um, uh, working with my horses. I when we were evacuated, I had to take some time off, and then I was doing really good. I was up there up visiting our horses quite often, and. You know, life takes over, and uh, so I've been working with my horses back on the farm. We're getting ready for winter right now, so we're winterizing everything. Um, my husband just shot a moose as well. So hey! Thankfully, he'll be home to help me complete all those big, those big man projects that I can't quite finish <laughs> on my own. I will admit, as much as I'd like to be able to muscle everything and do it on my own, that's how I dented my truck. So I'm just <laughs> uh, that's again, another story for another time. Gotcha. But we've been busy on the farm. Um, I've been doing a little bit of singing. Um,
0: mm, have you? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, okay.
1: Yes. That's actually why I like almost lost my voice there. Like a few minutes ago. Um, I've been, I've been singing again and it feels really good to be able to be creative like that again. Um, I've had other artists that I've worked with actually reach out to me, um, asking to collaborate again, which is really amazing. Um, but like ultimately my eyes, like the prize for me would be to get back into a rock band because that's where I just come alive. And I really, really like really want to do that again. So singing, um, working with the horses. Of course I've got the kiddos. Um, so I actually, I have two kids that come over after school, uh, f- until like five 30 ish and, uh, their mom picks them up after cause she's a teacher and, uh, needed somebody for after school care. Mm. So I've got a household of four kids for a few <laughs> hours every day during the week. It's been so busy, but so awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of what else too. Just like you know, one of my friends moved in with us too. That's been interesting. Um it's been good being able to help her though. Um really so much love. And honestly like very um I feel like I've been getting more in touch with my spiritual self as well because like even though things were feeling like a roller coaster out of control in like a bad kind of way it's actually led to something really amazing
0: yeah I so like I think I, I think I know exactly what you're saying yeah and I've been trying to make sense of a lot of things right now mm-hmm. and there are times where you don't when you're going through things you don't you're questioning it. You're like, what is going on? Like having a
1: hard time processing.
0: Yeah. I'm struggling with this. Like what is, you know, and I, there's something that, um, our, uh, one of our elders, uh, Richard Armstrong, mm-hmm. uh, that he told me, he shared this with me because I was struggling with something. Um, this was a couple of years ago when I was in his, uh, uh, instruction course language class. Yeah. And, you know, he told me that, um, he said, you know, the way that we learn is through reflecting. So what he meant by that is, you know, when you're going through it, you don't, you just need to get through that. Mm -hmm. You can't be concerned with the whys and why me or what is going on. Mm -hmm. You just kind of have to like.
1: Go with it. Go with it. Yeah.
0: And then once you come out on the other end, you should be able to reflect back on it and, and make some sense of it
1: process it and put the puzzle pieces together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And but the other thing he told me too is that f- for whatever reason we as as humans have this burning desire to ha- have to have a why for everything. Why? Why this? Why that? Why 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 why. Well, there isn't always a why. And that is what really bothers us as humans is when we can't have that answer. of why and going through life I think I finally come to terms with that and I understand it now that sometimes there is no why Uh,
1: (laughs) no way to understand there's (laughs) honestly the the world and the universe full of mystery
0: it is. I love mystery. I'm sorry. I'm I'm laughing because okay. So in uh, sorry off topic, but going when I was living in China, um, when you would ask a question um, in English, you know more often than not when you're speaking with uh, anyone, uh, you would say you know why. Yeah. And they, instead of saying no reason, the the reply would be no why. Like, I was like, well, why is this, you know, why, why did you do that? And they're like, oh, no, why? <laughs> so there is no why. There's no why. That's so, so funny. So when I just said that, that. There is no why. I'm like, Flashbacks. oh, yeah. Flashbacks. <laughs> no why. Um, no why. But yeah, it's, uh, I think, you know, I, I wanted to just address some things that you are doing and that are, I, I think that something that is... I'm seeing more and more of right now. And I I hope that it continues is I'm seeing a very strong um, presence and kind of this uplifting momentum of art of like indigenous women and really, really just setting this tone of like, we are, Badass, we are awesome, and we are, like, we are here, and we are going to make ourselves known.
1: We are rooted and uplifted at the same time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love what I'm seeing, and I love the fact that you are setting such a great example for our young women out there. You know, they need people to look up to to inspire them to like hey I want to do that I wanna get into photography and singing and 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 but also be connected to my culture and my roots and you do a really good job of balancing all of these aspects of your life and not just you take something and you turn it into your own.
1: Thank you. And I, I
0: and <laughs> I, I just I think that's important to to recognize that. Um, and I really hope that it that it really inspires the next generation, you know, when there, when there's women like yourself and I have a lot of other friends who are like really, really just trailblazing for like indigenous women. You know, they're one of my really near and dear friends, uh, Santana. Yeah. I love you Santana. Um, <laughs> she'll definitely listen to this podcast. Um, right on. she is on her way to becoming a doctor. Wow. And it is her journey has been, you know, it's been a very bumpy road yeah. in terms of racism and, you know, just being indigenous and life and,
1: on top of all that extra.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but she, she, you know, she doesn't quit. Yeah. She has that drive and she's not going to let anyone or anything or the system mm-hmm. stop her. So I always. I would love to see more of our uh, of our men yeah. shouting out the women who are doing such great things. I
1: appreciate I, that, and I agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's important. It is yeah. so important, and I I hope that we start to see men doing the mm-hmm. similar doing similar things. Yeah, I really want to start seeing. You know, when I, when I see our cousins or people from our community get that, get the bull mooses and, and, or go get a deer or whatever it is they're doing and they're sharing that. I I love it. I love seeing.
1: right on, let's go. Yeah, Yeah.
0: who, um, you know, I think there was a couple of our, of of our, our younger cousins who got their first deer this year already, you know, and I'm like, yes, like, yes.
1: I'm holding so many traditional values as well, like. Honestly, I I first, like, started partaking in youth projects when I was still in high school. And I would join my auntie who was running Sook and shoot yeah. And she would call me in and be like, hey, can you come here after school and help me with these students? And we would do, like, acting workshops and other, like, cool things. And, and it was always so amazing to have, like, people like her and and like my mom to look up to and because you know not everybody in our community has family like that to look up to but they have other sources within community to take them under their wing like that right yeah so really seeing the community come together in that way has been so amazing like um just honestly supp- showing support too because You know, I feel like there's so many communities that go through, um, like the nepotism and all Uh that kind of stuff. So it does make people afraid to ask for help or seek advice from somebody who maybe they admire, but maybe they're afraid of. Right. Right. So like for my goal for myself, I have always tried to make myself approachable and open to other people and, you know, I, I've had that comment a few times where people were like, you're very intimidating. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that is opposite (laughs) of what I want. What did I do? I'm so sorry. And then, then they realize, Oh, you're not at all what I thought you were like. And it's like, Oh good. Cause I think I'm a nice person. I think I'm approachable, (laughs) but I would (laughs) agree. I, I can understand people not, not thinking that as well. Right. But, um, I feel like as far as like leading, leading by example, If you look at my younger years, I struggled a lot. Um, I was suicidal. I was depressed. uh, I went through drug addiction, alcoholism. Um, Like, those are battles that even now, as somebody who has been clean for many years now.
0: Hey. Yes. Hey.
1: Yeah, I was into hard drugs and and pulled myself out of that rabbit hole, and it was bad. It was bad. And, And to be able to pull myself out of that, I... I have to have that pep talk with myself every day when I'm getting ready and looking in the mirror, like your past does not define you. No. And you know what? The obstacles that I've had to hurdle over, those are other people's obstacles as well. And if I can use my life story to help other people and just be like, look, I don't think you're a piece of shit. I was just like you. I don't feel like a piece of shit anymore. I feel great. I want you to feel like that. Just know that there is hope and those times where you feel like there there is no hope, find somebody who can give you that hope. Because a lot of times we do rely on our friends, our support systems, people who we admire and think are wise. Like, we need to go to them in those moments where we're feeling weak, right? And, and trust me, I've had many mentors help coach me through the years of overcoming those very obstacles. And honestly, I can say now I am... If you've known me in my past, you would say I'm a certain type of person. But if you were to know me now, you wouldn't think that that person existed.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. hmm I think, um, I, I think when it comes to my approach to meeting anybody in life is I, I learned this teaching actually, yeah. uh, as a 21 year old, um, you know, I, I, I taught for a year and then I moved on to another school and the teachers who took over for me were, you know, this older couple, really sweet, really nice. And, you know, they, they told me, I, I was really sad about leaving. I was really sad about leaving these students and I felt bad and they're like, it's okay. You've planted the seeds mm-hmm. in this garden and we're just going to be there to take care of it. Yeah, We're just the next caretakers. Of, of the garden, so to speak and getting to know them. I, they told, they told me something that I thought was really interesting. And they said, when it comes to, when it comes to meeting someone clean slate,
1: mm-hmm.
0: clean slate, if you, even if you know all the bad stuff that they did in, in their past, yeah, you all, you should always give someone a clean slate when you meet them mm-hmm. and let them write their own story Of their relationship with you Yeah Don't judge them On their past transgressions Mm -hmm. And You know I I I think about Those People who I I've met And who People are like Oh my god Why would you be friends With that person Or why would you talk to them Or why would you hang Oh you're You're dating so and so Do you know what she did Yeah I don't care I don't care I I, How long ago was that 10 years ago
1: She's a different person now.
0: I I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the point. People grow. People change. And, you know, you have to, you have to, if if you're going to sit there and kick someone when they're down Mm -hmm. and and shit talk them and say they're bad and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? You better fucking be there, too, when they are on their up and up. And you better be there to lend a hand and you better be there to help them on their way of their healing journey or whatever it is, their road on on a better path. Yeah. Because that's really, really terrible in my mind that if you can just bad talk someone while they're down. Yeah. And not recognize them when they're on the up and up. Yeah.
1: No. And that's that's the other thing, too, is like that's where pride comes in. Right. Like Mm. people understand, like if they've been talking smack about somebody and then all of a sudden that somebody changes and then you do like I feel like any time and hey, I'm not a perfect person. I've admitted this a thousand times. Like I've definitely done my share of shit talking. Same here. But it's all about accountability and like recognizing like, wow, like, you know what? seeing that person that you were talking shit about, like, wow, you've, you've done amazing. And congratulations. Like almost every single person that I've ever had a problem with, I actually ended up being friends with later because of being able to just let go of the differences or let go of the past, let go of those things, move on, progress. Maybe it's a Sagittarius thing. Maybe. I don't know. But (laughs) Honestly, there have been so many times in life where I have had major fallouts with people. And then later, just because I hate that negative energy, um, Bumping into them and being like, "Hey, like, got a second to talk?" And then talk about it, hash it out. Like, it really hurt my feelings when you did this to me, and then therefore I went and talked shit about you to this person. And I'm really sorry. And it did not make me feel good to do that, but I needed to vent about you. (laughs) And and then you know, most oftentimes it becomes a laughing matter, and just like, yeah, we were really dumb back then, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We said some stupid shit. Can we get over it? Are we grown ups now? Yes, we are. (laughs) All right, cool.
0: I think there's a difference between shit talking and venting. Yes, that's true. And rumor spreading.
1: Yes. True.
0: Th- true. those are all different things. Yes. Um I, you know, um, Sarah don't listen to this part, but you know like <laughs> <laughs> But no, like what I'm saying is, you know, when, when the when the guys get together yeah. uh, and those are those of us who are in long-term relationships or married.
1: Vent about we, vent. Our spouse.
0: we vent about our spouse. This is what we do, man. Dude, I got to tell you about Sarah. Oh, you know, and, and oh, Jay, sure. you know, JB. like, yeah. oh, man, you know, Aaliyah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan does it with
1: his buddies and I do it with my girl. We all do it. We all do it. It's not human if you don't. Exactly. If you don't. You, something wrong with you. Nobody is rainbow sunshines and cupcakes out of their ass all the time, y'all. Yeah right. right, (laughs) Yeah yeah, right. right. Hands up, and he's like, "Yeah, I am." I don't know. I
0: don't know, man. (laughs) There's, but then when you are actively going out of your way to tell people of uh, something you heard,
1: yeah, hearsay. Yes,
0: hearsay drives me nuts. Yes. As soon as, as soon as someone comes to me and says, "Hey, I heard," Mm -hmm. stop, stop, just. Don't continue. Whatever it is you're about to say to me, don't say it.
1: I always go directly to the source if I do some stuff like that. Like, actually, I had an incident like that today, actually, and that was part of my whole, like, huffy walking in here like, oh, my God, the day I had.
0: Um, (laughs) Latte in hand. Oh, my God. Legit. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I was that basic bitch who walked into the Starbucks (laughs) chai tea latte. Uh, A few minutes late, (laughs) diva-like. Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) But... Yeah, like, legit had something similar like that happen today where it was completely none of my drama, nothing. Somebody came and talked a bunch of shit to me about somebody that I care about, and immediately, like, called my friend gave them the heads up and was just like so this just happened and before i send this all to you because they asked me to send it to you and i told them i would i just want to give you the lowdown on how this made me feel and that i love you and do you want to see this or not kind of thing right so like i do believe in like you know as i said before is this is this helping or hindering um if i feel like somebody is like talking a bunch of smack about my friend And maybe they're at a really high point of their life. And I don't want to put that negative energy on them, but I want them to know like the truth about what somebody is saying. Right. Do you do the friend, like the friend thing and you have their back like to that person and stand up for them, but then tell them about it later? Are you spreading gossip or are you shit talking or are you just (laughs) informing your friend? Hey, so-and-so is saying this about you. It's making me uncomfortable. They came to me with this, so they're obviously saying it to other people. I want you to know this so that you can either deal with it the way you want to or you can just know about it and say whatever.
0: That is a that is a good question, and I don't think there is any one answer mm-hmm. for those situations. I think each situation is unique within itself. Yeah. You know, I think if you have the ability to tell that person to just shut the fuck up, <laughs> then that's probably like, that would be my first option. Like, Hey, whatever it is, you're, you need to stop right now Yeah. because how do you know this? What yeah. are your facts? How do you know? Yeah. Tell me, please prove it. Totally. Or, or that's kind of
1: what I did today where I just, I, well, cause it was online, you know, it was through messenger and I was like, Oh God, I have text proof. <laughs> it wasn't just word of mouth. Right. And it was basically exactly that where it was just like, okay, well, In my opinion, and in my own, like, yeah, like, that was not said to me, so I can't verify that, and I can't, I can't follow that up, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, wiping my hands of this, and blah, 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 right, so.
0: I, I've, you know what, my, my whole philosophy when I was in China, um, here's a story. Here's how I learned about friendship the hard way, or trust, both, actually. (laughs) All right. So I'm three years into China. um, And I, I moved to a new city. Uh, I moved to um, uh, Fuyang. It was, it was the name of the city, Fuyang. And so there, I'm there and there's a bunch of, you know, I'm, I'm the new guy in town. So, you know, in China, you tend to befriend most of the foreigners. Yeah. because that's just kind of who you gravitate towards, right? It's yeah. like, hey, we're all kind of in this together. We're all teachers. Can you need uh, a
1: hand? Can I show you around? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then you'll start becoming friends with the locals as you kind of get a little bit more situated and comfortable in yeah. your new surroundings. But, um, so I remember uh, we would, we had a guy's group and we get together and play poker every week. Nice. It, was, it was awesome. It was, it was good and we had fun and, you know, this, I got to know this, this one guy, um, his name was Rob. And so he was an older, an older guy. So I, I've, I've always had older friends, um, mm-hmm. other than Jay, I'm older than him, but, uh, <laughs> 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 but, uh, uh, most of my friends, I've always gravitated towards older people, um, yeah. and befriending them because, as immature as I came across in my younger days, I always felt more comfortable around older people. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could learn a lot. They, they talked. you're
1: an old soul. Here. I am an old soul <laughs> with a young
0: heart. And I just enjoyed listening to them talk more. I felt they had more interesting things that they, were, that they would discuss. So I always wanted to be around the adults, uh, I guess. Yeah. And anyway, so Rob seemed like a person who I could confide in. So... Oh, man. All right. So...
1: Oh, it came back to bite you, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it did. So I had, uh, you know, um, I noticed like a couple of bumps uh, down in my uh, genital area. Oh, no. And I was a little concerned, you know, (laughs) I was in China and like ah i've never seen this before and i was freaking out and i was like so worried about this so i like i'm like okay i got to talk to someone i i need to like
1: get this out get or this I'm gonna out myself insane and yes a google doctor right
0: because like in <laughs> in all honesty being a foreigner in a small town if you go to the doctor everyone knows that you went to the doctor yeah i, I kid you not i'd go grocery shopping and people would be like hey i saw you grocery shopping yesterday and i'm like okay yeah cool you know and like oh you know like people would people would talk about you because there weren't many foreigners it became
1: like eagle eye where it's like everyone has cameras everywhere yes
0: yeah exactly (laughs) so I confided in Rob I said hey Rob I need to talk to you man and he's like yeah what's going on and so I told him I said man I kind of I got these bumps down there and he's like are they big small you know like asked me some questions I said no they're just small and he's like did you shave recently yeah I'm like Yeah, like not that recently, but like, yeah. And he's like, that's probably just an ingrown hair. Like, I wouldn't worry about it. You're fine. Like, just keep an eye on it. And if it gets worse or if it gets bigger or whatever, then go to the the doctor. But for right now, I think you're fine. Yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, I really needed to hear that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Poker night rolls around. Oh, no. And he's the only person I've talked. He was the only person I told. And at poker night, all of a sudden, uh, this other guy... You know, Gene, very outspoken, very loud, boisterous human being. He's like, hey, Cody, so what's going on with those bumps down there, man? And I'm like, oh, it's like, oh, man. And like, I just looked at him and I was like, wow, man. Like, wow, you really just went and told everybody about that. And, you know, I I was like, okay, I, I think I'm getting this now that you really have to learn how to, like, you have to give it some time before you can trust somebody with oh, something. Oh, 100%. And so I, I quickly realized that, like, he was someone I couldn't trust. Yeah. And he wasn't a friend. Yeah. You know, and, and even though it didn't, it didn't hurt me, I wasn't like, I didn't leave the poker crying or I didn't throw a fit at the table. I was just like, <laughs> damn, I'm like, okay. I would have
1: thrown a fit. I would have been like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Give me your money. Also, that wasn't me. That was him. Turned it around. Like, what? No, that wasn't me. That was him. That's him. Yeah. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Um, so it it was it was just really eye-opening. As a young 23-year-old, 24-year-old guy, I was like, okay, wow, I can't just like trust anybody.
1: No new friends. No no new friends.
0: Yeah. And So from that point is when I I really realized, like, I was like, why am I like another, uh, and he is my friend, you know, uh, his name's Sean. Um, You know, I talked to him, we were talking about friendship and he, and he said, he told me, he said, you know, he's like, Cody, when you hang out with these people, you got to ask yourself a question. Would you hang out with these people if you were back home? Mm -hmm. Would you be hanging out with? This group of people, if you were back home. Or are you just hanging out with them because you're all kind of just English, teach, foreign English teachers in China? Yeah. I was like, damn. Damn, that's a good-ass point. I'm like, hell no, I wouldn't be hanging out with any of these people. No. <laughs> He's like, there you go. So don't. Yeah. You don't have to be friends with them because you're a foreigner and in China and work together.
1: And you're a social person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, that's when I really learned about um, trust and friendship and the value of it.
1: And not calling everybody your friend or I love you. We were getting into that one night when we were talking about that. And you know what's funny? At first, I disagreed with you where I was like, but I say I love you to everybody. Because genuinely in that moment, I'm like, oh, like I'm feeling love. I love you. But I totally backed up on that a couple weeks after we had that first initial conversation of saying somebody's like, oh, you're my friend. You're my friend. Because I talk about that all the time. Like people that, uh, like a new friend I make on Instagram, like, oh, hey, like, yeah, my friend or whatever. You're not really my friend. You're somebody I have on Instagram that I have good conversations with. Mm -hmm. And there's stuff like that now, too, where I'm trying to be extra mindful of Because same thing, like, and, you know, y'all who know me know I'm into tarot and oracle. And I've been having some readings telling me I got some fake friends. So
0: (laughs) I've been keeping
1: everyone in check and really analyzing my relationships, which actually has been really wonderful because the way I'm able to respect my boundaries and my space now is so different.
0: Yeah. Whereas...
1: I had a lot of people who weren't my genuine friends asking extreme favors of me,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: then would just disappear after. And then I'd be like, oh, well, dang, guess we, I didn't need to do that for them. <laughs> like, So it is like protecting your energy and like really getting to know people. And if you already have like a small circle of friends, like honestly, like sanity and small circle go so well together.
0: You, you took the thought right out of my mind. <laughs> Keep your circles small. I want to emphasize this. I really want to drive this point home, especially to the younger generation. Oh, God, yes. Listen. Gosh. I know it, it, it can feel like you have hundreds of friends, but I am sincerely telling all of you that you're going to have to learn the hard way. I know it. We all do. Most of us do. But... You're going to realize as you get older that having you don't actually have that many friends.
1: And you are who you hang out with.
0: Yeah, exactly. The
1: five people you are around most are the five aspects of yourself.
0: Bingo. And that's, that's to bring it back to what you were talking about earlier about like the shit talk and, and drama. My life has been drama free for so long. I love it. I love it. <laughs> my close my circle of friends there's no drama it's amazing and I I love that and I realized that as my friend circle got smaller you had more genuine connections with people mm-hmm. it's okay to be social yeah you and I are both very social people um, I I love I love talking to people about anything I genuinely enjoy that and
1: we very rarely meet people that we don't immediately like have a connection with or like right
0: away. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But understanding that just because you listen, anyone can anyone can put on a a front or put on their best act mm-hmm. when you first meet them. Yeah. Anyone can do that. Yeah. But you have to see that it's okay to have acquaintances. Yeah. Not everyone has to be your friend. And the thing that I learned from my dad and I, I, I like something that i've always carried with me is just if you meet someone like for example if you and i just met yeah and we had a great conversation and is like hey you know what it's really nice chatting with you, you know, i'll see you around have mm-hmm. a you know have a great day you know what we left on a positive note yeah so therefore down the road like if if I was like, Hey, you know what? I, I want to, I want to, uh, who do I know who does like medium work or who do I do? Who do I know that does like healing yeah. uh, work? I'm like, Hey, I, you know what? I, Devin, I remember her. Yeah. She was pretty cool. You know what? Maybe I'll, I see her on Instagram. I'll see if she's, you know, if she would help me with something. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that like, if you just, whatever relationship you create with somebody, whether it's uh, a conversation or Whatever that looks like, if you leave every um, every interaction on a positive note, you don't have to talk to that person all the time. You don't have to check in. You don't have to, uh, hey, how's your family? How are you? No, 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 no. Literally, you could not talk for three years and just shoot them a message and be like, yo, Hey, how's it going? Are you still doing this type of stuff? And they'd be like, Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm still doing that. Let's.
1: I heard the best piece of advice today. Okay. Um. It was if you cannot talk stuff like from your soul with the person that you were talking with, they are not your true friend. Damn. So if you cannot literally spill the beans mm. and not like feel comfortable with that then they are not your true true friend or maybe you just haven't gotten to know them really well right but like it 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 is it's all about that too and and the way you say like leaving things on a positive note they are somebody you get along with that is genuine that's a good person or you would call like a buddy right because like a lot of people say like oh my best friend as we were saying too and honestly like I think about it I do have a lot of best friends but they're people that I've like either grown up with. I have very few friends that I've grown up with that I still consider my best friends. Yep. And then I have my new friends that are like my key people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like you. I
1: consider I consider one of my best friends because you and I talk about everything. Mutual. Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah. Like it's. I never thought of it the way you said it. That's so true. Like, if you can, if you can, like, pour, if you can talk from your soul to somebody,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, y- You don't have that, to worry
1: about offending them. They would just understand what you're saying. That's
0: the ultimate vulnerability. Yeah. Right there. That is, like, I'm, I am, like, literally giving you, mm-hmm. like, everything. Yeah. And that's so, that's, I I like that. I really think that's a, a good way to look at it. Um, I, I, I look at my friends. I I thought at one point in time I was going to make like my friend hockey lineup. Okay.
1: I like that. That's something I would totally do. Right. Oh God. I already uh, know who's on
0: it. I was like, okay, here's my, here's my, here's line one, line two, line three, line four. And like line one, it's like, you know, these, these are the people who do X, Y, Z. And then here's my fourth line. These are my check. This is my checking line. Here's
1: the person in the sin <laughs> bin. They're the most fun. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> right here here's the person who like it's uh, you know no question like they'll 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 help now and ask questions later yeah you know and
1: center yeah centerman <laughs> Get in I,
0: there. I i never did it i i never did it I, I i'm not going to but um i i i now i i think of i've understood that like and this is something that my friend kyla taught me yeah so her and i i love her Right,
1: she's amazing. She
0: is an incredible human being.
1: I just did this again. I love her. (laughs) See, and I I can't help it. I'm a lovey person.
0: Yeah, but that, but that's a different, but that's a different kind of love.
1: I love her energy. There it is. There we go.
0: You know, like it's it. There's nothing wrong with saying you love somebody, but like, there's levels to it. I think
1: saying something like, "I love their energy," "I love their style." I love the way they speak. I love their voice. Yes. Aspects of them because you don't truly know, know them. Right. Yeah.
0: So she, um, she taught me that, uh, you know, her and I, like we kind of grew up together. We were child, like friends in elementary school and then, you know, high school and after high school. And then her, you know, she's always been a part of my family's life. Yeah. As her, as her sister was with my brother for many years. And you know, she was always a part of our family. And so anyway, like living abroad for several years and even moving home, um, you know, she taught me something. She said, you know what, Cody? I I said, I went to visit her one day and I said, Hey, I'm really sorry that I haven't come to visit you more. I'm sorry that we don't talk as much. I'm sorry. And she's like, stop, stop, just stop. Yeah, (laughs) like no I'm sorry like genuinely like I'm not just saying this like I really feel bad she's like Cody you don't have to you and I have a relationship that it doesn't require us to constantly check in on each other Mm -hmm. to talk every week or every day Uh, you know she's like we are always going to be friends yes and when we see each other it's amazing we catch up we you know pick up
1: right where you left off pick
0: up right where you left off so don't apologize for not Being an active person in my life, you don't have to be. And I realized after that, I was like, wow, it is cool to just have friends who sit on the bench.
1: Um, (laughs) Yes, like, oh my gosh, I love that you said that because as we were talking about the hockey lineup thing, I was literally thinking of like, who would be benched? (laughs) I do, I have my friends that sit on the sidelines that I have such a genuine good strong connection and friendship with that we don't same thing we don't have to talk all the time like we see each other's Facebook posts we like them we heart them leave a inspirational comment now and then but to see each other it's like I go years without seeing some of my best friends and then all of a sudden I see them and it's exactly like time had just stood still and it's it's, it's like we've never separated at all, right? And yeah. I'm, I'm excited because we have that opportunity coming up this weekend.
0: Heck yeah. Where
1: we get to go visit two of our best friends. That same thing, we see them once or twice a year. And each time it's like they come and stay with us. This time we get to go stay where they are. And, you know, I'm so excited for that emotion to come through because i'm probably going to cry a little bit i'm not really a crier but i just have this (laughs) sense where i'm like i love them so much i'm probably going to cry yeah and yeah like it's so important to have those people in your life
0: friendship the difference i've learned between friendship and uh, like a loving relationship like a couple Mm -hmm. you know is that friendships should not require much work No, friendship should be very easy in terms of like, there shouldn't, you know, there shouldn't be any drama, there shouldn't be any real big glaring issues, you know, like friendship, if you're a good friend, (laughs) if you're a good friend, Um, there really shouldn't be, it's, it's you you talk to each other, you help each other out when you, when you need one another, Um, you support one another with whatever you're going through, Um, but really, it should be very straightforward. To yeah. me I shouldn't have to worry about my friendship with somebody like
1: or like worry if somebody got offended by what you said because if they really truly do you they knew that they would know that you never meant to do say anything or do anything to hurt them yeah. and that everything was always in the best interest or I'm looking out for you or I genuinely have to ask you this You know, like it's all about like really knowing somebody like soul work. It's like soul. Yeah. It's all about the soul. Right. Just like I know you're a genuine soul. So if you come to me, maybe even questioning something that I have done, it would be because maybe, you know, like that's not what you usually do. Like what made you change and do that? You know, like being able to ask those genuine questions is like a huge thing, too.
0: I agree. Yeah. Well, do you think we should uh, wrap this up? I we've think we uh, we've been that going was- for how long now? Almost two hours. Whoa! That. Hey, that's a good first episode, <laughs> yes, guys. Um, how
1: are we digging intertribal talk? How are we digging the podcast, guys? We want to know.
0: Yes, please. Uh, you know, we we really want this podcast to be interactive with our listeners. Um, you know, if you have suggestions, uh, topics, something you'd like us to discuss, um, we're open to that.
1: Sorry, I just thought about the twenty-one questions I wanted to do where we grill each other, but for another time.
0: Uh, yeah, let's save the grilling for <laughs> for next time or the time after.
1: <laughs> no grilling yet.
0: No grilling yet. Um, but genuinely, sincerely, thank you to anyone who's. been with us on this journey uh we're just getting started and we are excited about this and we hope all of you are excited too Um, please stick with us you're in for a lot you're in for a lot of fun, I promise.
1: We are up and down, side to side all over the place, and that's how we
0: like it. <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, yeah it's uh, you know, anyone who knows me or who knows Devin, uh, as Sagittarius's, uh, our stories are never A to B. There's always A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, and then we eventually get to Z. So yeah. You know the the you got to be able to navigate our stories with us, um, but they're always entertaining. That much can be said.
1: We promise you laughs and love.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so awesome. everyone have a good uh, have a good day, night. Whenever you tune in, listen to this at work in your car. Uh, share
1: it with your friends. Yes,
0: please share it. Please share with people. Uh,
1: find us on Instagram as well at uh, at Intertribal Talk.
0: Oh yes, yes, that is right. We are
1: on Instagram. I believe we'll be doing like a Spotify and 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 YouTube as well. Yes, yes, yes. And then I do believe Facebook as well. So keep your eyes peeled for where we are at. We promise we will be tagging. We will be doing all that stuff. Um, also, like uh, showing their video aspect of this as well we will always shout out anybody that we're wearing like shout out to north okanagan apparel shout out to copper canoe woman with my beautiful lightning bolt earrings that i'm so in love with yeah yes and shout out to focus media
0: yeah thank you focus media without uh without jay uh this would not be a thing so uh thanks to my bestie (laughs)
1: all right guys well thanks so much for having us here thanks for being with us and we will catch you next time
0: peace